0: A'udhu Billahi Minash Shihidani Ar-Rajim Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin Wa Salatu Salam Ala Rasulullah Rabbi Shrahli Sadri Wa Sirri L'Amri Wa Halal Uqdatan Min Lisani Yafqa Wa Qawli Ama Ba'at Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin All praise and thanks to Allah Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well In good health and imam, inshaAllah And in today's episode is another interview And today I got my dear brother Dr. Abdaghdus Ali Mawlid Who is a children's doctor I'm really grateful and thankful that he's here and given us his time and inshallah the goal of these interviews is to pick the knowledge, experience and wisdom of others so we can learn from what they've learned in their lifetime and, and what they figured out about lives and their tactics and strategies so that we can take their lessons from each other and use it to improve our lives and to better our lives inshallah so without further ado I'm going to welcome my brother, Dr. Abdul Qadus. Dr. Abdul Qadus, welcome to the Human Habit podcast. I'm so happy and grateful that you're here with me today and come to share with us your experience. So welcome, welcome, brother. Ah, uh,
1: salam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, my brother, uh, Ibrahim Salawan, thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, I'm much most appreciative uh, and alhamdulillah.
0: Um, yeah. I really really appreciate it and thanks to you bro for taking the time man inshallah and from your busy days and being a family man as well really appreciate it so inshallah and they say your life today is because of your thinking yesterday and your life tomorrow will be because of your thinking today so inshallah I want to ask you why did you want to become a doctor is there a story or experience that inspired you to be a doctor so take us back to the fore and the decision of how it all began inshallah <laughs>
1: How long have you got a the question? <laughs> but just to, to kind of summarise it, yeah. in, in my younger days, so I was born in Mogadishu, uh, this is the capital of Somalia and I lived there for about six years of my life. Uh, obviously then there was a civil war following that we mig- so we immigrated to the north of the country uh, okay. now, now obviously called Somaliland uh, and I was there for three years but in my former years when I was when I was in Mogadishu I lived with my grandma, so, uh, my maternal grandma.
0: So you're a Wilbur, uh, granddad, your mother's father, right? So.
1: And to us, he seemed like a doctor. But I think looking back and questioning my mum, he probably was a nurse practitioner. And uh, I used to see him, you know, give injections to us, give injections to my aunties and, yeah. and so forth. So when I saw the good work that he used to do, It put a light in me when I was very, very young. But to be honest, it was one of those things that basically I forgot about it. Um, And then obviously I came to the UK. When I came to the UK, um, obviously not speaking the language, I was 10 years of age. Uh, I didn't speak the language, I didn't know the culture. Uh, So it took a while and it was a really rough start, to be honest, and uh, we used to get into lots of troubles. Uh, But eventually, alhamdulillah, my father, he sat us down and uh, he basically taught us all the primary school education. And quite quickly, within maybe one or two years, we kind of caught up with our peers at school. And -hmm. and even then, to be honest, I had doubts that I was able to uh, reach where I needed to. But I always had in my mind to either become a scientist Mm. or an engineer. Never did I thought of doing medicine, obviously. Except for what I said earlier on,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so it was always in the back of my mind. Uh, it was eventually mm. <clears throat> uh, a doctor, a Somali doctor, I think, who was quite, I think, famous in this area. Yeah. Doctor Abdul Hassan Hussein. So uh, I don't know whether you know him. No,
0: I didn't meet him. He's to an remember. old, he's an old school. Yeah, all the
1: people who, who lived in Sheffield a while back, yeah. will know him. He was probably he's the first doctor, as far as I understand, yeah. as, as far as I know. Yeah, he was the first doctor that graduated at Sheffield University, a Somali doctor. Yeah. and uh, in my sixth form years uh, he persuaded me from doing engineering to doing medicine and he told me all the positive things and and it rekindled my original passion I had when I was younger for practicing medicine or practicing some sort of uh, medicinal profession essentially Uh, so that's in a, in, a, yes. in a short <laughs> so, so the
0: sense. the doctor basically reignited that childhood he childhood he has <laughs> initiative absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sa, sa, sa. Oh, that's great mashallah mm-hmm. um, so what qualities or habits do you think is most important to be a good doctor
1: okay um, looking back I would say I think the most important thing that you need to have is determination and the will not to give up yeah so, Okay, that's the the most important thing. Obviously, alongside with that is you need to work hard, and as much as possible, reduce the distractions from your life. So I remember, I'll give you an example, and I think I might have told you personally Mm -hmm. this is how previously, Um, when I was studying for um, my A levels, I was so focused that every day when I came back from school, I had set times to kind of go back and review the work that I did that day and also to look ahead and see what are the next topics that we'll be doing for Mm -hmm. the coming weeks and and basically start reading up on that so hopefully when I go back to class it's not just a matter of uh, listening to the teacher but actually being proactive and thinking like maybe I didn't understand that when I read it but now I can use this opportunity to ask the teacher. Hmm. how do you what what does this mean that sort of thing so I think that that was really useful and it would reach the stage where even though there were lots of distractions in the house so I'm I'm one of 11
0: (laughs) MashaAllah obviously
1: (laughs) Lots of kids, TVs on, this is on. Those days we didn't have the internet, <laughs> we, went, we went that So you, you, probably you can tell them from my age yeah. how old I am.
0: Smartphone, yeah. no smartphones, smartphones. <laughs> so there were no
1: smartphones. Luckily, thankfully, I must say um, we yeah. didn't have those distractions. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, it was, it was basically. I remember it was the World Cup or the European finals or something like that. Mm. And I had a choice between either do that or my revision, um, and it was only the exam at the time. Mm. And I and I and I listened to myself. And I said, "No, this will pass, but I need to look to my future, because I always used to think like, yeah, you can, you know, you can have a a moment satisfaction now, yeah, but you'll be having long term regrets, yeah. So why not just maybe, you know, sacrifice now, yeah. inshallah, yeah. gain later in the long yeah, run. And, uh, and 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 I think that's what that I think that those are the necessary." Um, Uh, habits or or, or skills that
0: you need. Qualities, yeah, Masha. Qualities, yeah. So I was gonna say to you and ask you like how do you sustain the motivation and commitment to achieve your long term goals, but I think you might have already answered that question. Oh okay. <laughs> I no, no 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 it's good it's kinda because of, it's all interrelated yeah. together as well yeah. because that's why because if you think about it, that's what I'm saying it's like the thinking. That's why I'm interested in the habits of the mind, like the way you sacrifice so did you like football for example you sacrificed watching football. So I assume oh, you like yeah, football yeah it was a
1: big thing. I mean it was near the I think it was maybe the semifinals or Something like that, yeah. that. It was. It was. It was basically highly, highly. What do you call it? salt sort of matches that I was. I was. I was missing. And I thought to yeah. myself, do you know what? Mm. I, I. I have to sacrifice this little momentary pleasure yeah. of watching this. Yeah. Because I knew I would straight away regret. Yeah. I, said, ah, I wasted my time. I. I could have done all that. Really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So. It so was, it,
0: so, so that's great so did how did you develop that mindset like that mindset was it from our poor was it from the family how did you develop that mindset to be able to from a young age be willing to sacrifice immediate pleasure because it took me till age 30 to figure that out <laughs> ah, okay. fair enough,
1: fair enough. yeah um, do you know what I wish I could say to you there was a one, there was a moment in my life where I just clicked it wasn't it wasn't like that yeah. it was a I think it was a gradual change in my thoughts so yeah. for example um in my early years at secondary school yeah. uh, obviously because of not knowing the language um, and so forth yeah. I used to be frustrated by the fact that I was always behind my peers and I used to be in the lowest sets and so forth yeah. and, and I don't know what al- Alhamdulillah, it must have been God uh, yeah. who, put, Allah this Allah Allah, who yeah. put this in me Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. uh, but it was that determination to succeed I had that burning I always wanted to catch up with my peers
0: Yes. Yeah, sah-
1: okay. so I always had that determination and And I think it was that that the fact that I had to always be chasing people, yeah it was that sort of mentality
0: that that, that, yeah.
1: that, that helped
0: me develop that yes that's because that. that i mean I'm curious about like you know how people become who they are to get it and so and also like you said, because also it could be that could be one factor that's a good point what you're saying and also it also could be maybe Ilahes give you a natural inclination to be a determined person, that could be another factor as well because sometimes we don't know exactly, yeah. Exactly.
1: I remember um, in my days, at, yeah, secondary school mm. again. Uh, we used to have lots of Somalis, and I remember a brother who was extremely talented, mm. so talented that everything came easy to him. Yes. Yeah, um, but the one thing that what he didn't have was focus and determination. Yeah. And 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 I think he wasted the 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 natural talent he had to learn things. Yeah. Uh, and he was outspoken he was very eloquent when he spoke yeah. uh, he he you know the moment he came into a room yeah the attention would be at him he yeah. was that type of a person
0: he was talented mashallah. But,
1: but but subhanallah because he didn't have that determination he didn't have that sort of long-term view of things mm. um, you can see you don't always have to have the highest talents mm. to succeed I think it's hard work mm. determination and lots of du'as. You need du'a yeah. from your parents, yeah. you need du'a from yourself, obviously, yeah. and the people around you. And I always, like, wanted to prove people wrong. And
0: yeah. I can maybe come to that later on if you yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, no, it's great. That's why I'm like, it's a, you know, I'm interested in, like, and habit mm. and the key role habits play in, like, personal change, mm. personal achievement and happiness and well-being in this life and the after. So that's why I mean. so it's the habit of the heart and the habits of the thought. So, like, you say, look, because even if you just go to that brother who is talented, mm. that's why I tell people, like, talent. I realise talent is not enough yeah. because... And everybody has got some sort of talent mm. at something but some people discover it early yeah. and some people discover it late mm. but in between there like you say if it's not what you it's what you do with it because it's not really it's like using it to achieve something you know what i mean meaningful or using it to achieve to use that talent so something productive and meaningful that benefits you your family and your community because i think it's like just it's like a diamond sitting inside you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. so yeah. so focus and determination is like in is two beautiful habits. I actually got it on my wall. Focus and determination. <laughs> I actually got it written on the wall there, and every day I look at it mm. because it reminds me focus. Because this, what you pay attention to determines what you do. Exactly. Do you know what I mean because exactly. he's the way you folks exactly. so so yeah it's kind of all but that's what I'm saying it's kind of all related together because when you say motivation and experience, decision making this all comes together the okay. other thing I wanted to ask you is what are the good and bad points about being a doctor
1: okay um so uh, going back to the story from uh, dr Abbasan, yes, inshallah, who's who's I think he was uh, like I said he was uh, he was paramount in my decision so
0: he's the most influential person in Very terms of making that decision to a doctor, because
1: yeah. he paved the way for I think a lot of us Somalis after him yeah. uh, to become doctors yeah. when well, you see the hardest, I think the hardest person is the first person yes. <laughs> once you know a person has climbed that mountain yeah, it's easy for everyone else because they know the route to take now yes. yeah. but it's paving that route is the hardest yeah. uh, and I want to thank my dear brother yeah. and also Dr. Um, mashallah, he now practices in Saudi Arabia yeah, mashallah. Uh, he's a GP there uh, an experienced GP there for, for that matter, and Mashallah, he, he goes back to back home so Malam. We have to
0: give him on the podcast. So we have to make a connection with you, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's um, so yeah,
1: so yeah. he, um, so um, going back to the question, yeah, what
0: are the good and the bad points like, of being a doctor? Yes, yeah, what things, are the good bad?
1: Yeah. So obviously he told me all the good stuff,
0: yeah, <laughs> which was
1: <laughs> to, to convince me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but then, to be honest, to be fair to him, he was a student at the time. He was a final year medical student. Yeah. Um. But having experienced medicine, uh, I I think again, you know, those qualities that we described earlier—determined, yeah. focused. Yeah. You need those things, but also you need a quite thick skin. Yeah. Because I I believe while you are in primary and secondary education. Mm. You kind of shielded from the realities of the world yeah okay uh you spoon-fed you told this is what you need to do that's what you need to do and even up to university to be honest yeah you're pretty much told what you need to learn how you need to learn it, and, and so forth the, the harsh lesson that i learned was when i started medicine was the reality of working in the real world okay that involved with working lots of people from different cultures, different backgrounds, different educational levels, uh, different classes. And for that, okay, uh, you need a lot of patience. Uh, You need to be extremely determined. You need to, what do you call it confidence? Even Mm -hmm. though when you're thinking like, oh, I don't know what's going on, but you need to find confidence. And Mm I can, that's the sort of, uh, but the most, I think the most important thing, you need to be thick skinned. Mm -hmm don't take things at face value and when people maybe uh, you basically what i'm saying is in, in, in a nice way yeah. people for <laughs> obstacles in your way yeah okay for whatever reason yeah okay and, and I, I, I don't always like to use the color of the skin or anything like that but mm. you will notice when you work in the real world mm. that certain factors affect your progression yeah. okay and i think knowing that and appreciating that it doesn't mean people it'll, it'll limit you mm. but you have to work that much harder to get to where you need to get to yeah and and i think you just that determination and that focus is really important again and having a really thick skin
0: yeah thick skin yeah to, so to be able to handle that difficult take,
1: take criticism take criticism mm. take all the things that people put in front of you
0: obstacles so the good points is um, the good points he mentioned uh, is it caring you you are passionate about helping people is this what you so so, so.
1: yeah lots of good qualities Mm. so I I think it's a very satisfying job it's one of those Mm. jobs mashallah when you finish and you finish the work you think like Mm. especially when you feel like you've helped someone or you helped a family, yeah. uh, it is extremely rewarding and you, and you can get the rewarding immediately. Yeah. So, I, I, I know certain professions, you have to wait for the whole building to be constructed before yeah. you become satisfied. But <laughs> yeah. no, it doesn't take a It's yeah. relatively shorter. So someone yeah. becomes unwell, you help them, they become well and, yeah. and you get immediate satisfaction. But Same. along that, um, it's not just helping the, the individual patient, by helping the individual patient, you're helping the family, you're helping yeah. the society. Uh, so it's really rewarding from that point of view. Yeah. Uh, but obviously the other positives is you work in an environment where probably you might not be the only person, the only Sur Valley that's working there or the only Muslim that's working yeah. there. There's lots of people of maybe similar background yeah. or similar religion to yourself that works in that profession. So it really helps you, uh, you know, Climatized yeah. to that sort of environment so. whereas there are I know certain niche professions where you might be the only person there yeah. and it's a lot harder in that
0: sense
1: so. to work so. in
0: that sort of environment yeah. so. so I was going to say so how do you cope with stress or setbacks do you have any special habits or um, techniques strategies or tactics you use to deal with say let's say you're having a hard day and there's mm. one of your colleagues is giving you a headache <laughs> yeah. how do you, what do you what do you do like is there any specific things you do
1: um Alhamdulillah, say these, these are one of the qualities Allah gave me. Yeah. Uh, I, I am a very laid bad. <laughs> <laughs> <As a gentleman, laughs> I was yeah. gonna say I'm <laughs> a very laid bad <laughs> so, person. Yeah. And, and and normally um whatever happens at hospital, yeah. I don't take it home. I yeah. leave it exactly where I left it. Yeah. I leave it there and Alhamdulillah, for whatever reason, Allah has made it such that it doesn't affect me. Yeah. But I know people mm. who I work with colleagues mm. Who this slightest bit of criticism, they take it to heart hmm. and it really affects their daily life and it affects basically work, uh, um, life outside of work. Yeah. Uh, and and I've seen the sort of the the sort of effect and Alhamdulillah, I can't give you to say this is what I do or this one. Yeah. I just that I've got that habit where when I leave the hospital, yeah. I leave everything there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm one of those people people always ask me, for example, like yeah. Ab- Abdul have you watched these like sort of uh, hospital related um, movies, soaps, that sort of thing, mm. and that's the last thing on my mind. Yeah. I, I worked twelve hours in a in a, in a, in a hospital. Yeah, why would I want to carry on doing that at home? <laughs> so I leave, yeah. when I leave the hospital. I leave everything there. Yes. Yeah, like, uh, except obviously, when you want to read on, basically improve yourself. that's yeah. slightly different, but yeah,
0: yeah. So you so you because your knowledge, because of the medical knowledge, that's the other thing as well. And do you have a habit of reading regularly on your specific field? But before I ask you that question, actually, why did you choose um, to become a children's doctor?
1: What made me okay?
0: Yeah, that specific field.
1: It was, um, like I said, I was one of 11. And yeah. And then I, when I was younger, I also had lots of nephews and nieces. Yeah. So I grew up with lots of children around me. And so for whatever reason, alhamdulillah, I had, a, again, yeah. a gap for liking them, playing with them, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But obviously, when I started medicine, my initial thought was I wanted to be a surgeon.
0: Surgeon, how much I you. Like um,
1: and then, having seen what happens in the operating theatre, it actually put me off. Um, Why?
0: What, what specifically put you off? Like, uh, it,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a very kind of mechanical, a very mundane sort of, well, in my view. <laughs> yeah, you have a perspective, yeah. It's quite repetitive. It yeah. doesn't allow you to think. It's, it's almost
0: becomes dead routine like it's a routine exactly once you get used to that skill precisely once
1: you get used to that skill it's just I'm I'm not for one moment belittling my surgical colleagues Mm -hmm. and I think they do a brilliant job Mm -hmm. and I think Without them, there's a lot of things things that we can't do as doctors. Yes, that's that's So they, so they... they, well, they, they uh, it wasn't
0: for oh, you. It wasn't for you. It like, was for you. Yeah, it didn't point. attract you. At so the you, beginning, what attracted you to it? Like, at the beginning, because you must, say, Okay. Now what I'm was, saying that like, surgeon. I'm so, saying... to oh, Because at the beginning, you must have had yeah, some interest yeah. and attraction to it. Oh, okay, so, what, then, okay. Yeah. so having lived in the Somali Civil
1: War, yeah, I, I saw the effects of the yeah. Civil War. Okay, yeah. The amputees... The shrapnel injuries and yeah. so forth. So I knew I wanted to be a surgeon of some sort, S- and and I thought, you know, people who lose their limbs, how can I help them? Yeah. So then I thought, become an orthopedic, was like a bone doctor, yeah, um, um, a bone surgeon, not yeah. doctor, bone surgeon. Yeah. Um, so that's initially what I was attracted to, but like I said, when I, when I when I when I saw it, when I experienced it, I, I knew it wasn't for me. And the other thing that affected me was being how tall I am and so forth and um, my back wasn't great yeah so I knew I couldn't stand the hours because you sometimes in operated theaters you could be 10-12 hours straight standing operating on a patient
0: yeah. and
1: I knew my back at that time couldn't handle that sort of times Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a multifactorial yeah but I knew it wasn't for me then obviously I I, I then I thought to myself what, what what other profession can I I always had had going back home in my mind mm. So this, so is, yeah, this is what your is interest, is, like, like yeah, interest. in. Yeah. this this was what was uh, motivating motivated Motiv- my decisions. Yeah. Um, and in 2006, I went back home. I so I went to the different hospitals, both in Argesa, Burra, and even Berbera. I went yeah. there, uh, and I saw that there was lots of things that were lacking there. Um, then I thought to myself, I need to become an internal medicine uh, doctor. So that is like uh, a doctor that. Uh, works in big hospitals like Northern Mm. General, Hallamshire Hospital and they are not surgeons obviously Mm. uh, but they're there to kind of uh, any other problems uh, they're the Mm. ones that deal with it within the hospital setting. Uh, Then in the UK uh, I realised that a lot of the patient population are actually quite elderly Mm. and after working a couple of years in that sort of environment in that sort of setting I realized we weren't being utilized as actually doctors we were more like social workers in the sense of a lot of our patients once their medical needs were met yeah they were actually <coughs> delayed from being discharged because of social circumstances so maybe they didn't have someone to take them back home there weren't people social services to or carers to go so, could go in and visit them at yeah. home that sort of thing but then i said to myself i don't want to Basically, become a, a, a glorified social worker, Yeah. Uh, and not really doing much. Yeah. Um, and and then that's when I went back to my original thinking. like, Do you know what I like it? And I took a chance, and Alhamdulillah, I never looked back. Yes, yeah, so, you know, so absolutely amazing. So.
0: How long did so? You know that. So how long does it actually for you to become a complete doctor, and then you can branch off? How okay. long, like you so, branch off, for example?
1: Things have been changing over the years, yeah. um, but uh, as it currently stands, so once you. Uh, graduate from medical school. Yeah, you ha- you you have a foundation years. So there's two years called foundation years. Yeah. So you have uh, foundation year one. So basically, you do basically both foundation years. You do um, you rotate around different specialities. So you might be doing you might be doing like uh, what called general surgery. So surgery who operate on the abdomen yeah. or the tummy. Uh, you could be doing pediatrics, you could be doing GP, you could be doing psychiatry. So you rotate around mm. different specialities, yeah. so you get a little flavour of each. Yeah. Once you complete your foundation one, and you in the kind of the beginning of foundation two, you need to make a decision there and then what? what speciality you want to go at. So it's basically, in a nutshell, it's after two years mm. you you make that decision yourself. Where do I want to specialise?
0: So is this when you were thinking about the surgeon, the children, this is when you're f I made the I made the
1: decision about not being a surgeon at medical
0: school. Oh okay. So you I was exposed to it. The, okay. So that decision was, long that was yeah. a long time ago. That was a long time. I knew about <I>, that. I was, <laughs> it was early yeah. That was the early one. So this and then it's, it's, the, it's the second year that you made the decision for the children this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. when your experience got a little flavour. As you said from that yeah. was okay, mashaAllah. Yeah. So, what were some of the hardest challenges to learn and to become a doctor? When you were learning, what was the hardest challenge?
1: The hardest challenge I'll be honest with you the hardest challenge when I was becoming doctor was actually uh, my a levels.
0: Why? it because the English like you said because of the foundation in primary school and stuff you didn't know yeah, you so catching up. For example,
1: uh, remember I, I started my education when I was at the age of 10. Yeah. So I didn't know ABC 1 3 yeah. until I was 10 years old. 10 years old. And 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 so obviously having not a brilliant base. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things didn't come to me secondhand. Yeah. Um uh, So so I had to really work hard. Yeah. Uh, through the years, and and I remember when I started my A level for every reason, A level was by far hands down the hardest studies that I've ever done. I remember, uh, and it's always a big jump from people think like, oh GCSE is hard. Wait till you do A levels. Yeah. And it? then you, it's there's, there's like there's a massive jump. It's not like a, so normally we only you do you're like. State, key stage one Key stage two There's a gradual Advance in yeah. terms Of your knowledge Or what you need To learn But when you do A levels There's a huge There's a chasm A yeah. massive chasm That you have to Jump over yeah. to, to, to be able To do A levels yeah. And I think yeah. If you're able To pass through the A levels University is, 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 is straightforward
0: So by the time You develop Good student habits Or learning exactly. habits I Once understand. you
1: develop the, it, it develops Your foundations yeah, Once you develop exactly. That The rest is mashallah.
0: If you didn't become a doctor, is there something else you would have done? Like, is there any other interest or stuff you would have done if you never became a doctor?
1: Uh, like
0: I said, initially I was interested in engineering. Yeah, oh, so yeah, engineering, yes. as I What bad. made you attracted to engineering? Why was that like you? I was always uh, scientific
1: and uh, mathematically inclined. minded.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. That. so uh, you wanted to always fix stuff? Yes, yeah, so my
1: brothers used to call me the fixer. <laughs> Uh, so i always used to like playing with things you yeah. know for example when of when we bought toys yeah when my parents bought us toys yeah. i would always dismantle it see if i could put it back together yeah and and obviously i was always interested in you know for, you know like kids rockets yeah planes that sort of thing yeah and, and and i think i would have become either a chemical engineer yeah. or an aeronautical engineer
0: you like fix it, what's that what's that, air? Is that aeronautical,
1: air? aeronautical is basically people who are involved in aerospace so oh, like aerospace. planes rockets all that yeah. sort of stuff the designs and
0: yeah yeah so so do you, even now do you have any other interest outside of medicine like do you do something else like
1: well people will tell you probably i'm a Keen photographer.
0: <laughs> yes, my show. That's it. No, no. It's
1: no, gone. Uh, so, so, my, my main, obviously, uh, I love photography.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, and when uh, did you learn that? When did you get into d- discovery, you were interested in it? Ah, so,
1: it was it was it was by luck. It was yeah.
0: It was, how it was, how did he this yeah how?
1: Okay, so yeah. we were involved in organizing an event one time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember we asked a certain brother to bring us a. His equipment because he had those yeah. kit and for whatever reason I remember maybe uh, I think he couldn't make it that day yeah and so obviously I think he valued some of his equipments quite highly yeah and obviously he didn't want to give it to people who didn't know how to use it and, and, and so forth yeah so for whatever reason he gave us a, a less what do you call it effective yeah uh, <laughs> kit. And on that basis, I thought to myself, you know what, yeah. for the future, I need to be maybe, uh, you know, self-sufficient in that sense. Yeah. And see if we can get our own one. And the rest is history. <laughs> so from there, I yeah. go into it, I go, oh, yeah. this, is, this is amazing.
0: Yeah. This is act. there any particular thing that attracts you? Like, is it catching the moment? Is it nature? Is it yes. people? What yes. do you like taking picture of?
1: Initially, initially, it used to be nature. Yeah. And, and then it became... Sky, mountains, stuff yeah. like this, yeah, so trees. It, I'll be honest with you, initially I, I was involved in videography. Yeah. Capturing events. Yeah. And and I remember the other thing that, that convinced me was I used to watch Somali, what do you call it, uh, news channels. Okay, yeah. And the one thing that was consistent was the poor quality <laughs> of this. <laughs> Or either the cameras they were using yeah. or the, the the equipment that they were streaming the, 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 the news on yeah I was so disappointed I said to myself I'm sure we could do better than this yeah. I'm sure we could do better than this so I got into videography first yeah. and by accident as a result of videography yeah it was basically you could use the same camera to take photos and take good videos yeah. And so um, once I, I thought, you know what? Let me just take a family photos first. Yeah. And all oh, these pictures came out quite nice. Yeah. And then the passion started from. So, that.
0: so have you been on courses to advance your skills? No, no. Oh, I haven't got go. <laughs> go as far as that. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, what I'm these, saying. These are all personal things, so when I take these things, I keep it for myself. Yeah, I don't so, do it for. No, i will let you to talk. improve. on no. yeah, yeah, that's no, why. No, but you haven't no, gone to that. No, level I haven't got to that level. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's another level. Yeah, that's another <laughs> so yeah, yeah, okay, how do you manage your day and time? And do you have any particular productivity hacks that okay. you use to achieve your goals at work, family, in mm. your interest?
1: <laughs> I think so. so once you have kids, uh, I think your your days uh, <laughs> are already planned out for you. <laughs> True It's planned around work and kids. Yes. Uh, and, and 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 essentially it yeah. is um, so you, you go over to work, you come back, and then obviously the kids are there. Um, so I think having a family is, is like I said, it's 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 a, a really important thing. But yeah. uh, on one level, in terms of if you're very career minded, yeah, um, once you become a family uh, a father or a mother, for that mm. sense, uh, then it takes a lot of your time, taken by your ch- looking after your children. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's in one sense, that's one thing. And then obviously Alhamdulillah We're Muslims mm. So the other thing Is based on You know Our prayers And, Daddy, prayers yeah. and so forth And I think It really gives us Nice structure Because you know Like This this time is the salah The next one is that time Yeah And so you can plan your day Around the, the times That you pray Yeah do and, and, and so forth So But so, in terms of special hacks
0: yeah I don't, I don't know yeah so I think you just so when, when you organise say for example like you know when you do the photograph is it just family or and I'm saying do you arrange a particular time or do you do no, it regularly no, no, no. or is it just occasions I'm a classic Somali guy yeah, yeah. as do you go with the flow I, I, I go with the flow <laughs> in <mean>, that
1: sense sounds...
0: <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm not the
1: best. When it comes to organization, I'll be upfront with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I am not the, master of <laughs> the man for organization. What does <laughs> the missus <laughs> say, You're in trouble, huh? <laughs> oh, that's great. Marshall. okay, what I wanted to ask you was from the perspective of doctor and the medical perspective, mm-hmm. why do you think behavior change or breaking bad habits? or making good habits is hard? Have you, what, like from your years of studying mm. and experience, mm. what have you learned or you're speaking to your colleagues? Why do you think change? Even why do you think like, for example, the biggest killers and causes of disease and illnesses are all bad habits, mm. like smoking, alcohol, poor eating lifestyle and so on and forth, addiction, stuff mm. like that. Why do you think people struggle from your perspective as a medical or your experience as well? <laughs> mm.
1: It's a, I think it's a very broad question, yeah. um, but narrowing it down to: Are you talking about in like the medical? Of,
0: your medical field. I mean, what well, does medical medical perspective say? Like why is people find it difficult to change habits? Yeah, habits and behavior. There ah, negative okay. behaviors, lifestyle choices. I'm not a
1: psychiatrist, so
0: I can <laughs> I can tell you my own two cents. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, because you know when you are learning about medical, mm-hmm. I'm sure you must have came across some some information
1: like you said i mean generally, generally uh, yeah. there's there's lots of things that affect your your habits yeah. okay, and, and and like you said a lot of them are social yeah. things like what did your family do what is your the community that you live amongst mm. uh the, the the social class that you're in mm. um so a lot of it is is is, is morphed by that and yeah. i'll give you an example um growing up so when i was in secondary school again yeah as Somalis we weren't expected to do well. Yeah. And I remember the teachers they used to say like, Oh, what do, when you yeah, when you when you finish school, what do you want to do? That sort of thing. And I used to say like I used to say, Oh, I want to go to sixth form. And to them that was a novelty. Somalia going to sixth form wasn't wasn't the norm, yeah, and, and and it was like I said, those are the sort of things. So you have society having certain expectations up on you, yeah. And I think a lot of kids, and I remember certain times when I used to get into trouble. I used to get into trouble purely because I used to think, this is what people expect, <laughs> this yeah. is what this is what, what yeah. I'm expected to do. So why don't I just conform to that? Yeah. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, I had my dean, my 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 parents as mm. as a source of martial inspiration. Yeah. And that's what helped me to kind of uh, stay away from that sort of bad habits. But essentially, mm. in a nutshell, I think the life around you is by far yeah. the environment is mm. the most important factor that affects your habits. Yeah. Uh, but you will have certain individuals that Allah has given them like, that determination. Yeah. And they can be coming from the, like, uh, the worst sort of package of environmental <laughs> yeah. sort of settings. Yeah. And they can succeed in life. Yeah. Um, and, and if you look at certain leaders in the world, they they had humbling humbling beginnings,
0: yeah,
1: and and it just shows you you don't you don't always have to use that as an excuse. But I'm saying this in general. In general is definitely a challenge. I, yeah. I think that's what's what has the yeah.
0: Yeah. Thing. What about did you did you learn anything like addiction? What about addiction in medic, medicine? Like, ad, did you learn anything about while you were in you know? Because uh, you did a little bit in psychiatry. Um, did you do that? Like when you did, uh, no, or was I, it just? Uh, no, no. I'll be honest. With you, I, th- I think
1: there's more qualified people in addiction
0: than myself. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a no. It's a addiction. Like it's a negative habit that's gone wrong, in it? Because it becomes a. It's just a negative habit that's gone. Like I said, this
1: know? is again just my own personal yeah, of course, yeah. sort of opinion. Um, but I think addiction is one of those things that again like I said, the environment is what's affecting you. Yeah. And and you might see maybe friends, family or or maybe work colleagues yeah. that may kind of introduce you to these sort of bad habits. And then I think once you once you take the that, that first step, yeah you hooked <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're hooked. <laughs> and and I think that's what makes it really difficult to come back from. Yeah. And people will tell you once you once you yeah, once you go down that path, yeah, it is it's, extreme, extreme difficult. So I advise people, please never try. Yeah. Never even try. <laughs> that first spliff or that first attempt yeah. at doing something, you might be thinking, Oh, I'm just gonna experiment. Yeah. I'm just gonna see what these people talk about. When they say, Oh, I get high, yeah. And then they just get a feeling of that high. <laughs> yeah. But the moment you get that high yeah. is the last time probably you Stay as you used to be, yeah, because that. you're always going to be addicted to that. How you want to go back to the how can I let me experience it a second time, a third time, yeah, and then before long, you're addicted,
0: Yes. Yeah, do you have any particular favor, failure, something you failed at in your life that you, when you look back, you say, I'm glad that happened because it made you stronger? Did you like I know the A level was a bit difficult? You said, Did mm. you fail any particular exams in your in or something like that, or any particular favor, failures? That, fail, yes, that you, you That's A setback That you've overcome mm.
1: I have regrets But I don't think I would, <laughs> <constantly> <laughs> yeah. I, would yeah. I wouldn't necessarily Okay yeah. Um I, I don't think I have a, a Favourite failure That, that, that
0: yeah. comes to my mind Yeah Probably tonight Or something <laughs> <'cause> for, <laughs> for, Yeah Do you see yourself Doing something else Other than a doctor In the future Or don't start right now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one do you time. have any thoughts? Because I know you said now you the kids and family maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe not But if the kids say, should you do you have any like that?
1: Inshallah, I have the intention of going back home. Yeah, uh, Going back up to Somalia and my one of my kind of really uh, things that I, Inshallah, I'm, Inshallah I'm looking forward to and I hope Inshallah, Inshallah, Inshallah I succeed in mean. this is is maybe to um, um, become a farmer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> taking it to basics, <laughs> yeah. farmer.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Both in, I'm talking about both in in the sort of uh, um, uh, kind of agricultural side, of yeah. things, and also in the cattle and and, and so forth. Mm. Um, maybe camel in this. Why,
0: why, you interested you? were in tra- in, attracted uh, a, to again? You.
1: It's all about. I always go back and think like what do we need as 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 a community. Yeah. So one of the things is we have a beautiful country. Mm. We have fertile. Fertile soil, yeah. but unfortunately, we don't know how to utilize the natural things that Allah has given to us. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things is, if you look at back home, a lot of the things that we have, a lot of our kind of vegetables and fruits, they import it from yeah. from our neighbor Ethiopia. Yeah. And and we can easily, easily make our own farms and so forth and meet our own needs. Yeah. And it's that passion. And if you look at it, a lot of the, a lot of the things, if you look at. If you look at basically the Western or the developed mm. countries, uh, when it comes to health, the thing that has affected them the most positively—talking yeah. about the things that has reduced the uh, infant mortality rates and uh, uh, all all sorts of kind of uh, disease factors—by yeah. far is combination of uh, clean water,
0: yeah.
1: good nutrition, yeah. very nutrition. Okay and vaccinations those are all these are all kind of basic things that anyone can do but these are the things that affect the health indices yeah. quite significantly and the hospital is just the last bit though they are just j- just helping the ones that yeah. are in need at that point but you can improve societal health quite significantly or population health with basic stuff clean water yeah. and good food good varied food if they have access to that and and i think a lot of the people nowadays back home they just can't afford certain types of food they can't afford the fresh sort of stuff yeah so what do they do if you look at for example if you look at the somalis that live in in the west yeah they're really tall why do you think they're tall it's because yeah. alhamdulillah they've been they've, they've been getting obviously maybe they overeat <laughs> <laughs> you might be overeating. Yeah. But you go yeah. back home yeah. and you can see a ten year old and he's the size of a five year old or six year old in the UK. And the reason for that is their growth is stunted because of the fact that they're not eating three meals a day. That yeah.
0: sort of thing. So, yeah. so it is that side of things. So you wanna make in the future you wanna make a difference in that, in, in that aspect. Do you you do you do you read and, and, and observe and like what's going on back home a lot or are you aware of it or? Because I, I think it's our best Day as well with my yeah, in so my So is that why you guys still got a connection? No, I was not <laughs> oh.
1: that. I, I, I always, again, I don't know. Alhamdulillah, I always mm. had that connection back home. I always, you know, read on things and 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 like I said, from a very young age, yeah, I always, you had a connection. I, I always, no, no, I always wanted to go back. I knew everything that I did was mm. to go back.
0: Yeah, that was a motivating so factor I always, in your life. Yeah, to go back
1: exactly, precisely, and mm. it was always a case of like when, when's the best time? When, yeah and so inshallah hopefully in the new future we'll make that
0: Uh, that's a goal of yours inshallah in the future. That's good mashallah. May Allah make you happy for you. I mean so I was gonna say so you so you're interested definitely making a big difference in in the country, And you and you got these ideas of maybe the medical side and even farming. Farming. (laughs) Maybe even photo (laughs) (laughs) no 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 No, your little personal interest in that yeah. Mashallah mashallah. No, that's (laughs) great. No, it's been great picking your brain. And really enjoy talking to you, Allah, MashaAllah. And I learned a lot about you today <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: in this conversation, Mashallah. Thank you very much, JazakAllah for inviting me. It was a pleasure, Mashallah, talking to you as always. Mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, very bubbly brother. <laughs> and Inshallah, I uh, wish you all the best in the family. Same,
0: well, same teaser, JazakAllah same khair. Yeah. And Alhamdulillah, Rabbal Alameen, all praise and all thanks due to Allah. And, and, and that's it for today's episode. Inshallah, and please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul, and the habits of the body do matter, they shape our existence and our future, in this life and the hereafter, and you don't decide your future, you decide your habits, and your habits will decide your future, please always keep that in mind, and please if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends, and until the next episode, inshallah, take care, and I wish you success, in this life and the hereafter, and I ask Allah to give us all, ربنا Fadunya Hasanat Ufil Ahrit, Oh Allah, give us good in this life and day after and safeguard us from the punishment and the hellfire. Ameen Alaikum warahmatullahi